Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. As predicted, the communist fascists at YouTube deleted my interview with President Trump because that's what communists and fascists do, right? YouTube run by communists and fascists. They sat around a table probably yesterday and said, we have the former president of the United States daring to speak. What do we do? Well, what would communists do? Well, communists would delete it because they hate free speech. Well, YouTube's like, well, we're communists. So what are we going to do? Well, we must delete it, of course. And that's what YouTube did as predicted, as predicted. By the way, that's why I've been involved with Rumble, where the video got 426,000 views. I'll put that up in a second, though. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN and perfect timing. Don't let big tech track what you do online. Get a VPN today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. I've got a ton of material to cover. Here's what we're going to try to get to today. But I will definitely get to ScrewTube, the communists. I want to get to the Giuliani episode yesterday. And I got to talk about uh, the, the abomination of a speech last night. All right. Today's show brought to you by Tommy John. Lessons from mom. Be kind to yourself and others. And wear clean underwear. Important lessons for mom. Listen to mom. Give her some dreamily soft loungewear. Yeah, they have that at Tommy John. And pick up a new pair of underwear for yourself. They're the best underwear out there. Got them on right now. Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Over a hundred, uh, over hundreds of thousands of fanatics. In fact, uh, after 13 years and tens of thousands of five-star reviews, people call Tommy John the most comfortable underwear ever. You know why? It is. I was aware way before they were a sponsor of the show. They have dozens of comfort innovations. Once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you'll never go back. Tommy John underwear moves with you with breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric that is four times the stress a stretch of competing brands. The only downside is you'll wash them, put them at the top of the underwear drawer. You'll never wear another pair of underwear again. With over 13 million pairs sold, men across America love Tommy John underwear. Not sure what to get moms in your life for Mother's Day? Tommy John is dreamily soft loungewear. It's a pampering gift they'll want to put on the second they unwrap it and never take off. Paula's a huge fan. She also loves the tees and the leggings. And there's no risk because you're covered with Tommy John's best pair you ever wear. It's free guaranteed right now. Get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. That's 20% off your first order of underwear and loungewear at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. Tommyjohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, big show today. So again, as predicted, the YouTube totalitarian tyrants deleted yesterday's episode with President Trump. I predicted that was going to happen. Many of you were prepared. Um, also, breaking this morning, we appear to be having a problem as well with the interview on the Apple podcast platform. I will hopefully have an update for you tomorrow, but a lot of people are emailing me saying, hey, I can't find your show on Apple Podcasts either. If I find out Apple was censoring our show too, we will make a big scene about that tomorrow as well. I can't find it. I might look right here. Want to see it? Check it out. You go to the Apple Podcast platform. Look at that. Weird episodes. You don't see Wednesday's episode. Yesterday, interview with President Trump. We're missing that somehow. It's not on the feed. If you downloaded it, it's there, but it's not on the feed now. That's awfully weird. Don't worry, folks. You can always listen to my show at Bongino.com and at Rumble.com slash Bongino. Now, I have a beach ball theory of this, which I'll get to in a minute. But here's a notification we got from the communists at YouTube yesterday. 
Paula got it into her email account because she runs the dreadful YouTube account. We only keep up to advertise Rumble. Joe, if you'll cue the music, please, I'd appreciate it. Here we go from YouTube. Need the music. Perfect time. Hey, Dan Bongino. Our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our spam, deceptive practices, and scams policy. <laughs> I can't do this with the music. We've removed the following content from YouTube. Interview with President Trump. Some of you may be saying, what's Armacost playing there in the background? Well, that, of course, would be the Soviet National Anthem, which is the National Anthem of YouTube. They get up in the morning like this. Because that's what communists do. They're Soviet allies. They're Soviet buddies. Is that not what communists do? By the way, it, nothing is making me happier than the, the YouTube losers, your zeros. I can't stand you. I can't stand the company, the people that run it. I use and abuse your platform only to advertise Rumble. And nothing makes me happier than telling you on your platform again today what epic losers you guys are. What do you do that's any different than communists? I'll wait. Hold on. Waiting. 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 Oh, nothing. Nothing. Communists and fascists and totalitarians crush free speech. YouTube, uh, the YouTube losers who are listening to the show right now, and you are losers. I really can't stand you. Um, how does that feel that I'm telling you that on your platform, by the way? But as I've said, ban my account. We don't care. We legit don't care. We will only use it to advertise Rumble. How does that make you feel that the exact same tactics fascists and communist losers have used, you used to? Like, oh, wow, that hurts my feelings. Too freaking bad, losers. Don't do loser stuff, and I won't call you a loser. But I predicted you'd pull the video down because, again, you're total zeros. So here's maybe what YouTube should have sent over to us. Um, this, I mean, if they wanted to be intellectually honest. So I'll put up on the Rumble screen, the email, the screen they should have sent to us. It should have read, Dear Comrade, our team has reviewed your content and, unfortunately, it violates our policy forbidding unauthorized thoughts and words. Using unauthorized words and having unauthorized thoughts cannot be tolerated on our platform. Any future use of unauthorized words on this platform will result in expulsion, expulsion to the gulags where you're permitted to commiserate with other enemies of the state. Thank you for your attention to this matter. Commitube. <coughs> I'd appreciate it, um, the Commitube, if you would send me that from now on and just stop the BS about deceptive scams and practices. I'd really appreciate that. Now, proving to you again, because you may, I know a lot of you are getting depressed about the big tech tyrants um, that have are, are, are uh, cooperating with the government to enact a police state in the United States. I know you are. I just want you to understand that other vehicles are sprouting up to destroy these big tech tyrants and they don't even see it coming. It's like CNN that missed Fox News when Fox News started. It was like, oh, look at these idiots over there. And then eventually beat them in the ratings within just a few years. It's happening right now. A parallel economy, excuse me, is sprouting up right now. 
This is what I referenced before. <coughs> Sorry, I uh, swallowed down the wrong pipe this morning. This is what I call my beach ball theory of totalitarians and communists. Communism, fascism, and all of its associated disgusting grotesquities. It never works in the long run because people yearn to be free and speak freely. So I call it the beach ball theory. And you can't keep the beach ball underwater forever. It's eventually going to pop out somewhere else. So YouTube, the communists at YouTube thought it'd be a good idea to crush free speech in my interview with President Trump yesterday. So I'd like you to just look at the um, Rumble numbers, rumble.com slash Bongino, where everybody just went over to Rumble where we actually respect free speech and watch it there. And you'll notice in that view count, 426,000 views. <laughs> I you couldn't have a better commercial for Rumble. Nice job. 426,000 Rumble. By the way, that was just this morning. It'll be at 500,000 by the end of the day. Easy. That's in addition, by the way, to 500,000 plus audio downloads we did yesterday. And on Fakebook, another communist platform, I went on Fakebook and did a Fakebook live session announcing that ScrewTube had uh, done what communists do and pulled down our stuff. So I went on Facebook and did a Facebook Live, and I want you to notice in the lower right-hand corner, if you're watching on Rumble right now, my show, you'll see uh, that got 1 million views too. And that was just as of this morning. So whereas ScrewTube tries to constantly do what communists and fascists and, 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 and all the totalitarian tyrants throughout human history have tended to do, which is to crush freedom and free speech, what happens? Free speech pops up somewhere else on other platforms, like the 1 million views on Facebook. The irony is if YouTube communists just would have left the interview of President Trump up, it probably realistically would have done, based on my experience, between 250 and 300,000 views on YouTube. Instead of that, my live got a million views and all the people went over to Rumble and boosted that point. Nice job, YouTube losers. Nice job. How do you feel being an a-hole? How do you feel? How does that make you feel? That you're total losers who can't even crush free speech the right way. How does that make you feel? And God forbid I find out Apple did this too. They'll be next tomorrow. So... Joe was kind enough this morning. I, I had to call him up and I usually don't call him too early. Poor guy gets up early enough working on the show. And I said, Joe, I need a favor. I, I left it up to his discretion entirely. He can vouch for me on that. I did not cut. I said, would you please do us a favor for the YouTube communists today and cut a portion of yesterday's show that is YouTube safe? Joe put a lot of work into it. So this is a YouTube safe cut of the interview I had yesterday with President Trump. Check this out. They were and it was so did it. I mean, if you look at what we did, we got on so and <laughs> Come on, dude, that's at least the double. Come on now. Man, you know what? <laughs> I need one more. I know it, I know a triple Muttley is very rare, but please. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to write the sponsors on the second sheet. <laughs> you know what? Just for I, I hate to do an encore, but Joe, Joe said, "Key, is there any way you could cue that up again? Could you play that again?" They were, and it was so. 
did get it. I mean, if you look at what we got it, we got it on so many YouTube safe cut from the <laughs> from the Trump interview yesterday. <laughs> you know, I, I know they're very proud of themselves, YouTube. But listen, things are going to change. I, I know a lot of you are very pessimistic. I am too. And on a serious note, I, 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 you know, I know, like I said, this show is always an emotional roller coaster, but very serious. Note. I woke up this morning really, really depressed. The Giuliani thing. I mean, we're just in a cesspool of debt right now. The Biden family gets away with whatever they want. They've got a. Uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, the son is a, is a total epic disaster of a human being, cutting deals with foreign countries, getting paid off by enemies of the United States, you know, kickups to the big guy, the dad. And what happens? He gets elected president of the United States, gets really wealthy. He's a hero to the left in the media. There's a hard drive in the guy's house and uh, on his computer, excuse me, that from what I've heard from sources has disgusting pictures of people on there that are going to horrify you when you see them, but you'll never see them because the media covers up for it. We got the tech tyrants running the country, acting like communist fascist thugs all the time. The Twitter losers, the YouTube losers. I get a lot of emails from you all. I hear it. A lot of you are ready to throw in the towel. And I'm not going to spin your wheels. There are times I wake up and I'm like, what's the point? I get it. Paula said it to me last night. She's like, I feel like it's all lost. I get it. I totally understand. And I'm, you don't have to subscribe. If that's how you feel, I get it. I understand. Period. I'll, I'll leave it at that for you. If, and if There's not much I guess I can say to talk you out of that. But I will say on a note of optimism, we've been in these bad places before. And the yearning for freedom and liberty, the real yearning where people just don't want their money, their freedom, their right to talk, their right to practice religion taken away, it pretty much always wins in the end. I mean, I think back, even though I was a young, young man, barely cognizant of my surroundings, to the Jimmy Carter years, the American malaise, we thought it was all over. Then we had... You know, probably the greatest eight-year run in the 80s under Reagan we've had in a long time. I do hold out hope that we're at the bottom soon. I hold out hope. But it's hard, and I get that. Why was I so depressed when I woke up this morning? Newsmax story you'll see in my newsletter. My newsletter's stacked today. Please check it out, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Giuliani Shocker. The FBI refused to take Hunter's hard drive. So for those of you who missed it yesterday, right after my interview with President Trump launched, that's why I didn't have a chance to um, ask him about it. We learned that the FBI raided the home of, in Manhattan of Rudy Giuliani, President Trump's former lawyer. This makes the second President Trump attorney whose home has been raided in addition to Michael Cohen. And I have a very serious question because I'm done defending this. I'm not this. But a lot of these men and women there, I'm really sorry. I've worked with them. A lot of them are really terrific. And I'm sure there are a lot of them that are really terrific that are still there. But where the hell are you? 
Where are the whistleblowers in the FBI? Where are the whistleblowers in the FBI, folks? You're telling me the most powerful law enforcement entity in the world, in an era of growing global threats, the emergence of China, global terrorism, a foreign government in China that has people spying on us in the United States every day. This is how you're wasting your agent's time. Where are the whistleblowers? This is clearly a political targeting episode. Where are you? I can see some of the guys now and ladies. Well, it's easy for you to say, Dan, what did you do? Yeah, I left my job. Thanks. I was a Secret Service agent, not a mystery. You've probably heard it a thousand times to the point of ad nauseum. And I left. Oh, damn, but you got a pension. No, didn't. Wrong. Sorry. Damn, but you had a podcast wave. Um, no, didn't. Sorry. Almost went broke. Couldn't put braces on my kids' teeth. Nearly missed my mortgage payments. So please spare me the lectures. Where, where are you? Where are the whistleblowers in the FBI right now? You're raiding Rudy Giuliani's house? And suspiciously, according to sources, in the house is a hard drive from the dreaded Hunter Biden computer. The Hunter Biden computer, FBI guys and ladies, here's the receipt. By the way, it's only a matter of time. I'm not kidding till the FBI is at my house too. It is. For, for what reason? Don't worry, they'll make it up. I'm sure here is the receipt for Hunter Biden's laptop bill to Hunter Biden signed by Hunter Biden. I took notes on this with here's the actual address of the store describes the laptop, you know, the laptop with the alleged uh, pictures of of very suspicious, disgusting, grotesque photos on there. Maybe you want to look into that too. No, let's leave that behind. So not only, here's the receipt, guys. Take a screenshot. You know, the guy kicking up money to the big guy, the current president of the United States. Where are you on that? Well, I can tell you where Hunter is. Look at this Fox News story. Hunter's at Tulane. By the way, if you are a donor who went to Tulane or didn't go to Tulane or had a kid who went to Tulane or giving money to Tulane, immediately ask for a refund. Fox News. Tulane alumni decry Hunter Biden's invite, reveal history of on-campus bias attacks against conservatives. What's this story about? Hunter Biden was apparently invited. Hunter Biden, you know, the guy doing the business with the big guy in China and Russia and all that stuff. Ukraine, Burisma guy, photo guy, laptop guy. He was invited apparently to speak or lecture over at Tulane. So again, right, Rudy Giuliani, who acts as an attorney for the president of the United States, uh, looks at a search warrant being conducted in his house. Hunter Biden gets a guest lecturing spot while being in pictures with women doing things to him I didn't even think were possible. You were like, what is that, a UFC match? No, it's Hunter Biden with two women naked in a hotel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that the north-south position? No, it's not. Nope, nope, no way. Is that an old WWF two-on-one match? Two women against a guy? That's not what that is, folks. 
That is the son of the president of the United States. Tulane guy. Hard drive laptop guy. Yippee, I don't want to, I don't want to, they don't want to see that. Now, the timing of this raid is extremely suspicious. The raid on Rudy Giuliani. But something happened last week that now makes a world of sense. And you're not going to hear this anywhere else. I got to take a quick break. I'm going to get this on the other side. There's a reason they're going after Rudy Giuliani right now. I promise this one's going to open your eyes clockwork, clockwork orange style. Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep, they have a quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. With Helix Sleep, you'll get a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique. Helix knows that. They have several different models to choose from. They have soft mattresses, medium and firm ones. Mattress is great for cooling you down, like me, if you sleep hot, and even a Helix plus-size mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz. I have a Midnight Lux mattress, and I absolutely love it. Helps with my shoulders. It's a little firm, but I like that. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but that's the point of taking a quiz. It works for me. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos from many of you who found the Helix mattress of your dreams. If you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz. Order the mattress match to you, and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't need to waste your time in a mattress store. I totally dig my Helix mattress. So does my wife, which is more important. But don't take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress for the best sleep of your life. They're so confident they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out 100 nights risk-free. Take the sleep trial. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. Seriously, folks, a mattress is no joke. I need it. I need some sleep. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go today. Helix, H-E-L-I-X. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's helixsleep.com slash Dan. So you may be saying, why now? Why would we raid if we were the FBI, Rudy Giuliani's house now? Well, I believe because the upper levels of the DOJ, sadly, and many in the FBI have been entirely corrupted right now. Yeah, sorry to say that. Amazing, we haven't had any whistleblowers. I'm genuinely stunned by this. But I want to play a short clip, hat tip the war room guys, uh, Steve Bannon over there. He had Rudy Giuliani on his show. I don't know, last week or so? Maybe early this week? And Rudy Giuliani said something about the um, Arizona Mar Maricopa County election audit going on right now. And weird, just days later, the FBI winds up at Rudy's house. God, this is crazy. Check this out. I know you're pressed for time and we are here, too. I got to ask you one thing before you go. By the way, just historic. Right? Is the president, uh, the president has been briefed on this. Is he up to speed yes, on exactly the details? The pre president knew about this uh, starting you know, this has been going on. This action, of course, been going on now yeah. for about three weeks. So he's been he's been up to date and very interested in the whole thing. And mm. what an odd coincidence! They're conducting an audit now, which I discussed the other day and addressed with the president on the interview uh, in Maricopa County, Arizona. Two thirds of the ballots in Arizona came from Maricopa County. It's awfully odd how that audit's going on right now. President Trump's aware of it. Rudy Giuliani seems on top of it. Next thing you know, you have a bunch of FBI agents, you know, and the Rudy Giuliani, major threat to national security right now. Uh, you got to go after him, of course. China, <laughs> we'll get to China later. Let's get to Giuliani first. 
That's awfully convenient timing. But there's something that clicked this morning with me too. So I'm reading a bunch of articles, right? And one of the articles says that the FBI, because, you know, John Solomon's a threat to national security too, apparently, um, you know, their threats are ranked up. Rudy Giuliani, the FBI, John Solomon, Al-Qaeda, China. Uh, you think it'd be reversed, but no, no, uh, it's Rudy Giuliani and John Solomon, Christopher Reagan, the worst director right now in FBI history, quickly surpassing Jim Comey. I know that's hard to believe. But now this press release last week, stick with me here. This press release last week makes all kinds of sense. Here is an official press release from the U.S. Department of the Treasury dated April 15, 2021. Treasury escalates sanctions against the Russian government's attempts to influence the U.S. elections. Ladies and gentlemen, this was just a couple of weeks ago. We're still talking about Russian attempts to influence you. Know, we're still talking about this. Why is that? Why would we be doing that? Maybe you need the Russian narrative to stay alive, to distract people from your son, Hunter Biden, the receipt, the laptop, the disgusting photos, the deals with the Russians and the Chinese and the Ukrainians, Hunter being involved in all that and kicking money up to the big guy, Joe Biden, according to business partners. You think that's going to take a backseat on this show? You are crazy. We are going to talk about this until someone winds up in handcuffs. They're still talking about Russia because they need to. But now it makes more sense. The entire Russia hoax that the Trump team colluded with the Russians hinged on one person. Who is that one person? Look at this screenshot from the Treasury press release. Treasury targets known Russian agent Konstantin Kalimnik. Kalimnik is a Russian and Ukrainian political consultant and known Russian intelligence services agent implementing influence operations on their behalf. During the 2016 presidential election campaign, Kalimnik provided the Russian intelligence services with sensitive information on polling and campaign strategy. So, FBI, DOJ, under corrupt Joe Biden, sleazeball Biden, he's a sleazeball. He's a sleazeball. He's a working class guy. He's a loser. And so is his son. They need to keep the Russian narrative alive. The problem is the Russian narrative has already been debunked six different ways from Sunday. So how do we keep it alive? I've got it. We've got this guy, Konstantin Kalimnik, who worked with Trump's former campaign manager and knew him, Paul Manafort. And Manafort's alleged to have given him polling data. Polling data. Does that sound like a Russian conspiracy? Not recommended. I wouldn't deal with anyone uh, from, from, uh, from Russia involved with the Russian intelligence services. But you... What's the what's the deal with that? That's the only link they had. Do you get what I'm saying? The only link they had was Manafort, who had worked for Trump, giving polling data to this guy Kalimnik. That's all the everything else in the Russia hoax entirely fell apart. Hold that thought in your head now. Let me put up this other story. Here's Raw's story, the most disgusting liberal rag conspiracy site out there. This, this place is a total joke. But, of course, we need them for today's show to show you how the, the liberal uh, liberal media protects Biden and their corruption. Raw story, Brad Reed. Brad. <laughs> hey, Brad. Giuliani Warren sought communications with infamous Trump-loving columnist John Solomon. Really? So they raid Giuliani's house right after he talks about the Maricopa County audit going on right now. 
and they raid his house looking for communications with John Solomon. Why would they want his communications with John Solomon? And what the hell does that have to do with Konstantin Kalimnik? Oh, article at the Hill. It's an older one, but worth your time. Be in my newsletter today. It's an article by John Solomon. Key figure that Mueller report linked to Russia was a State Department intel source. Huh? So last week, suspiciously, we get a Treasury release. We got to get after this constant Kalimnik guy. He was working with Manafort from the Trump team. Kalimnik guy, that's our tie to Russia. Well, who was he really a tie to? Ah, who exposed who Kalimnik really is? John Solomon. And now the FBI wants John Solomon's communications with Rudy, too. The timing is just crazy pills. This is, this is a long quote. It's about three and a half paragraphs. But stick with me. John Solomon exposed the Konstantin Kalimnik hoax from the start. This is an article from like two or three years ago. Quote, John Solomon in the Hill. In a key finding of the Mueller report, Konstantin Kalimnik, who worked for Trump campaign chair uh, Paul Manafort, is tied to Russian intelligence. But hundreds of pages of government documents which special counsel Mueller possessed since 2018 describe Kalimnik as, quote, a sensitive intelligence source for the U.S. State Department who informed on Ukrainian and Russian matters. Why Mueller's team omitted that part of the Kalimnik narrative from its report and related court findings is not known. Oh, I know why. But the revelation of it comes as the accuracy of Mueller's Russia conclusions face increased scrutiny. Last paragraph. The incomplete portrayal of Kalimnik is so important to Mueller's overall narrative that it's raised in the opening of his report. Quote, the FBI assesses Kalimnik to have ties to Russian intelligence. Mueller's team wrote on page six putting a sinister light on every contact Kalimnik had with Manafort, the former chairman of Trump's campaign. You get it, folks? The only tie they had to keep this Russian narrative alive, the only tie they have now, because everything else, the PP hoax, the Michael Cohen went to Prague hoax, it's all fake. The only thing the swamp has is that this guy Kalimnik talked to Paul Manafort. That's it. So they have to make Kalimnik a big-time Russian spy. What's the problem? John Solomon exposed a while ago that Kalimnik was working as a source for the Obama State Department. So if he's a Russian spy, Joe Biden knew about it. Ding, 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 ding. Wow, we better re-release that treasury thing quick. We better shut Solomon down too. How do we do that? Yeah, yeah, make Kalimnik and put him in the news cycle again, Kalimnik. Have our Treasury Department under Biden release a press release that Kalimnik's a Russian spy. And while we're at it, raid Giuliani's house and scare Solomon by leaking to the media. We're coming after him, too, because he knows the Kalimnik story. Nice job. Nice job. You guys are really, really talented. And by talented, I mean pretty gross in what's happening right now in the D.C. swamp. You thought that Kalimnik press release by Treasury was an accident? You think the leak that they're looking at John Solomon to is by accident? You think the, 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 the timing of that, along with the Maricopa County audit and the growing Hunter Biden scandal, you think that's all just by accident? Shame on you if you do. Well, Daisy, if you do, right? You ever see Tombstone? <sighs> Let me get to my third sponsor, and then I want to get to the 
lowlights from that abomination of a speech from this absolute zero of a president we have right now and his corrupt family, which I, I, I don't want to hear your stories about how he's lunch bucket Joe or he's a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. He's a zero. He's a zero and a liar and a fraud. And our government is falling apart under this absolute loser. Whatever remnant of a sane government we had left. And believe me, it was a sliver at best. One one note on this. If Trump does uh, win and runs again and wins, excuse me, which he listened to the interview, here he has an interesting take on that. He liked my suggestion getting out right away. If he runs and wins, we can't have any excuses this time. There has to be a clean sweep. Every political appointee who we think is is not loyal to the United States of America, not not loyal to Trump. I'm not worried about you. Don't have to, we don't do golden calves, but loyal to the United States of America, justice, equality, and the Constitutional Republic. Everyone's got to be fired. You either pledge allegiance to this country, its flag, the idea we stand for, and our values, not to a person, but to our values, or get the hell out. Because what's happening now with Giuliani is the kind of stuff that happens in the third world. All right, I'm going to get to the lowlights from that speech uh, yesterday. It's really disgusting. So much easily, so many easily debunked talking points. It's pathetic. The good news is Mother's Day again is around the corner. Jewelry is one of the most popular gifts you can get for Mother's Day, and there's good reason for it. You can rarely go wrong, especially if you're going with the classics. And there's nothing more classic and timeless than fine pearl jewelry, which doesn't need to break your budget. At the Pearl Source, you get the highest quality pearl jewelry at up to 70% off retail prices. I've showed you some pictures in the past of Miss Paula with some of the beautiful pearl jewelry. It really is stunning. Why? Because the Pearl Source, they cut out the middleman. They eliminate those traditional five times markups by jewelry stores, and they sell directly to you, the consumer. That way you get just awesome prices. The Pearl Source offers fast and free two-day shipping on every order with zero contact delivery. Everything comes beautifully packaged in an elegant jewelry box, so it's ready to be given as a gift. Plus, with more than 20 years in the Pearl business and nearly 12,000 five-star reviews, that's a lot, you can be sure you're shopping from a trusted retailer. Tell your mom you love her and you appreciate her with beautiful pearl jewelry from the Pearl Source. A gift she'll remember for years to come. It's a timeless gift. Don't overpay for jewelry. Go to the Pearl Source and save up to 70% off retail prices. And for a limited time, my listeners can take 20% off your entire order for Mother's Day. Huge savings there. Here's how you get it. Go to thepearlsource.com slash Dan and enter promo code Dan at checkout for 20% off your entire order. If you want fine pearl jewelry at the best prices online, then go straight to the source, the pearl source. That's the pearlsource.com, the pearlsource.com, and enter promo code Dan at checkout. All right, to this abomination of a speech we had last night. First, here's one of the big lowlights. By the way, China, Al Qaeda, and our enemies, Russia and others, Russia is our enemy. Um, they're laughing at us. They, they think we're total buffoons right now. They are. They're laughing at us. Um, why are they laughing at us? Because Joe Biden is absolutely obsessed with ripping this country to shreds, fostering this identity politics narrative, and constantly pointing out some national plague of white supremacists everywhere. He's hell-bent on making you believe every home is stocked with a really horrible white supremacist. Every home in America. 
Here's Biden yesterday saying the biggest threat to the United States is white supremacy. Check this out. And we won't ignore what our intelligence agency have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. White supremacy is terrorism. We're not going to ignore that either. Well, ladies and gentlemen, white supremacy is terrorism. That's the, that's the biggest the biggest threat? How, how exactly are you calculating calculating that? Listen, why we, we all agree about the grotesque nature of racism, right? How exactly are you calculating that white supremacy is a more dangerous threat than Al-Qaeda, Islamic extremism, Chinese spying in the country? From the Chinese government, that's massive, by the way. You've determined, you're the president of the United States. You would think you would, I'm just checking, you would think you would back that up with some data, correct? You just put out in front of a national audience that the biggest threat, and, and, and folks, I know a lot of you on the left who are not that bright. You're watching, and you probably know what Biden said is ridiculous. You probably know that. But I get in your head, my guess is you're probably saying, ah, you know, we got to say that. We just, you know, we're leftists. And, we just love dividing the country on race. So we got to tell everyone out there who's a minority that white supremacists are coming for them every day. So we have to do it. So Dan, it's no big deal. No, no, ladies and gentlemen, it is a big deal. Because when you're the president of the United States and you triage our national priorities and your first priority for national security right now is white supremacy, that means you're going to allocate assets that way. Assets that are zero sum, meaning you pull assets off threats that could be real and immediate Islamic terrorism, Chinese spying in the United States, you pull asses and you go, you, you, have, you ask them to go find white supremacists. Now, folks, this line, that right-wing terror, which is what they want you to believe, is more common than Islamic extremism, has been debunked repeatedly by Matt Palumbo, who is my... He runs BonginoReport.com and writes at my site. Here's an article he wrote a while ago. It'll be in the newsletter today, and I encourage you to read it. I want you to see how they massage the data to, my, to make you believe white supremacy, which is pretty disgusting, right? But how they make you believe that that's more of a threat right now, and we should allocate all our resources and ignore what's going on with Islamic extremism. Here's how they get those numbers. Here's the article. It's called, No, Right-Wing Terrorism is Not More Common Than Islamic Extremism by Matt Palumbo. He wrote this article a little while ago, but it's still relevant today because it shows you exactly how they massage the data to get you to believe any of this is true. They typically cite a DHS report and a GAO report. The DHS report is only from one year. So they pick one year and they've extrapolated that this is definitely the biggest problem in the United States, white supremacy. But they also rely on this old GAO report. And how does the GAO report make you believe white supremacist right-wing violence is a bigger threat to us. No, nobody actually believes this, by the way, than Islamic terrorism. Well, here's how they do it, from Matt's piece. Meanwhile, the GAO's documented cases of Islamic, of Islamic extremism, it has only 23 incidents listed in it, but a comparably higher 119 deaths. As already mentioned, they're conveniently beginning their timeline post 9-11. So I suppose by their logic, Islamic terrorism isn't such a threat if you just happen to ignore the worst Islamic terror attack on U.S. soil. How do they calculate 
the identity politics people in the government. How have they gotten to this? That right-wing violence is a bigger problem in this country than Islamic terrorism and the biggest security threat? They do two things. They calculate incidents, number one, not deaths, incidents. And number two, they start their timeline on 9-12 of 2001. Conveniently omitting 9-11 and the 3,000 deaths on U.S. soil from the deadliest attack on U.S. soil in American history. One of the deadliest with Pearl Harbor. Of course, your death toll is going to be dramatically decreased when you start your timeline. We're going to measure right-wing extremism versus Islamic extremism, but we're going to start measuring it on 9-12-2001, the day after. That's kind of convenient. And then number one, they measure incidents, not deaths. So, for instance, say in a prison, you do you have legitimate white supremacy gangs in prison. Say you have six or seven incidents in a prison with some wacko white supremacist who attacks a black inmate. Those are a lot of incidents, six or seven incidents. Those count as incidents. And say in one year you only have one or two, God, you know, God forbid they have, but San Bernardino type incidents where an Islamic terrorist say, kills six or seven people. There may be more deaths from the Islamic terror incidents because they don't do these attacks every day. But incidents-wise, there's a greater number of them on what they call right-wing. And by the way, white supremacists are not right-wing. I'm right-wing. I want nothing to do with you losers. Zero. And neither do any of my right-wing friends. We actually believe in God-given rights for everyone. That's not right-wing. But do you get the scam? You get how they do it? They count incidents. And the incidents, by the way, however horrible, whether they're racially motivated or not, if they can attribute it to white supremacy, they will. So they count all these incidents, but they don't count the deaths. Or they count the, the, the deaths, which will be far greater. They leave it out. Look at Fort Hood, all these incidents, Islamic terrorism. Kill the whole bunch of people. And then they start the counter after 9-11. That's how they get to this. This is why people don't take them seriously anymore. Who's the greatest threats to our national security with our current DOJ and FBI? Rudy Giuliani, number one. John Solomon, number two. White supremacists. Then there's like 50 people in between. And then like 51 and 52 are Islamic extremism, Al-Qaeda, and then maybe Russia and China squeezed in there somewhere. Here's another Biden hoax last night. He's full of hoaxes. He's got a whole bunch of them. Here's Biden pumping trickle-down economics again last night. A mysterious economic theory liberals are obsessed with and talk about all the time. That doesn't exist anywhere in the economics literature, anywhere. There's no such theory, but here's Joe Biden again, pumping it down America's throats. Check this out. My fellow Americans, trickle down. Trickle-down economics has never worked. It's time to grow the economy from the bottom and the middle out. Trickle-down economics. There's a theory of trickle-down economics. I know many of the liberals listening go, yeah, Dan, sure there are. 
I've heard it from a friend who heard it from what, what is the theory of trickle down economics? It's the theory that wealth will trickle down. No, no, no. I'm not asking for your opinion. I mean, what's the actual econometric theory of trickle down that Biden, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, they always mention this theory of trickle down economics. There are actual theories of Keynesian economics that are wrong, but there are theories, marginal propensity to consume, marginal propensity to save. You can actually look them up. What is the actual theory, econometric theory, with the variables in it of trickle-down economics so that we can prove if it's either correct or incorrect? The answer is it's a hoax. There is no trickle-down theory. Who explains it best? One of the greatest economic intellects of our time, Hoover Institution, just the scion of sound economic theory, Thomas Sowell. Here's Thomas Sowell, who wrote an entire book about the trickle-down economics hoax. And here's him after, when he's asked a question by the host of this show, Uncommon Knowledge. He's asked, hey, uh, Mr. Soul, what about that theory of trickle-down? Is this real? Listen to his answer. Trickle, where does this phrase trickle-down come from? Oh, I don't know. It was as far back as, uh, as, the, as the first, as the uh, Roosevelt administration. Uh, there is absolute, it is an incredible thing. It's, there is a non-existent theory that is constantly being attacked. Uh, some years ago in my newspaper column, I challenged anybody to cite any economist outside of an insane asylum who had ever made that argument. Nobody ever, ever, ever came up with a single person. So when Barack Obama says in this past July, quote, we were told that prosperity- Ask him would... who told him. Nobody told him. Nobody no told him. No economist has ever held that. Nobody... No politician has ever said it. I don't know of anybody who's ever said it. In fact, uh, when I put this out, I went, went out a nationally syndicated column. Uh, various people uh, wrote me and said, well, so-and-so said that so-and-so said it. But find me the person who said it. I don't want to hear how A said that B said it. Find me B and show me where he said it. <laughs> There's no such theory. It's made up. What's made up? Is Joe Biden lying? Of course he's lying. He's a liar. So is his son. They're liars. I don't know where if I, what happened to my laptop. Maybe the Russians took it. Really? You signed for the laptop. There's your signature. They're liars. There's no theory of trickle down. None. I'm going to get to more. Let me take my last break. And let me get, because get, there were more hoaxes. He had the pay your fair share hoax last night. Biden had to throw that in there. Everybody needs to pay your fair share. Does he even know what the fair share is? Because liberals have a tough time with that. All right, my last sponsor, I, I, uh, my new favorite chair here. I love my new extra. This is it. Do you notice the chair's a little different on the show? Hold on, I'm going to move a little bit so you can check it out. Now, I don't have the headrest on because I do media hits and it would be in the shot. But this, I put this together myself. Took me like 15 minutes. He actually helped me a little bit, right? Downstairs in the garage. If Joe was here, Joe would have to help me because Joe knows how unhandy I am when he helped me put together our first podcast studio. But I, if I can put it together, anybody can. I've never had an office chair. It looks or feels so great. I love it. The wheels on this are great too. I can sit in it for hours and not feel uncomfortable. It's important for me. I have a bad back too. So they have their patented dynamic variable lumbar support, which offers unbelievable support for my lower back. But now thanks to their new XHMT technology, I can also get right in the back, there's two buttons here. Heat and massage therapy while sitting at the desk. The only downside to this, got to scroll down for me, is you don't ever want to leave the seat. That's the problem. The chair, that's the only issue. Can your current office chair do that? I doubt it. Instead of my old uncomfortable chair, which is right there, rinky-dink old nasty chair, now I look forward to spending hours in the ultimate 
therapeutic massager. The XHMT delivers heat and massage technology right to my core, increases blood flow, muscle, reco muscle recovery, and energy. All perks that uh, when you work from home, make it a joy. It even has four different massage modes and fast warming heat technology for therapy when you're sore. You won't believe the X chair difference until you feel the X chair difference for yourself. Trust me on this one. This is the luxury supercar of office chairs. X chair is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairbongino.com now. That's the letter X chair bongino, B O N G I N O.com now, or call 1 844 4 X chair. X chair has a 30 day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairbongino.com now and use code XWheels for free X wheel blade casters. That's what I have. xchairbongino.com. We're going to work from home, sit in a chair. You might as well be comfortable. xchairbongino.com. Go today. You'll see this one. It's making appearances on TV too lately. Getting a lot of. Xchairbongino.com. It's a, it's a beauty. You're going to love it. All right. So he wasn't done with hoaxes, the trickle down hoax. Biden loves hoaxes. The hoax that his son is a, a legit businessman. That's another hoax. Here's Biden last night pumping the fair share hoax. Yeah, the fair share hoax made another appearance. You know that rich, wealthy people in the United States aren't paying their fair share. Well, we should ask him what their fair share is. But here's Biden again, because he's got to get into class warfare. That's all they have. Pumping this hoax. Check this out. Time for corporate America and the wealthiest 1% of Americans to just begin to pay their fair share. Just their fair share. Sometimes I have arguments with my friends in the Democratic Party. I think you should be able to become a billionaire and a millionaire, but pay your fair share. Oh, thanks, Joe. Thanks for letting us, uh, thanks for letting us become millionaires or billionaires, whatever that means. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're a constitutional republic where we don't need your permission to do that. But of course, because you're a totalitarian communist and you're not a good guy, you're a zero, um, he is, he has to go with class warfare arguments about paying your fair share. Uh, every time I see the fair share argument, like the trickle down hoax comes up, I always think of this segment. It's a classic. We've played it before. Here is, uh, this is Al Sharpton, who, you know, famous leftist liberal. He's with John Stossel and he's asked what exactly the fair share is. And notice how badly he bungles this, which I'm sure Joe Biden would bungle too, because he doesn't know anything. Check this out. Well, the rich do not pay their share. That's a widespread belief. But do the politicians even know how much of the income tax burden the rich pay now? The top 1% in this country pays very much less than 10%, very much less than 5%. So what's fair? The top 1% should pay 10% of America's income taxes, 20%? No. They should pay somewhere around 15%. They don't pay 5%. Anybody could see that as unequal and unfair. So they should pay 15%, he says. And the richest 1% now pay less than 10%. Then he said less than 5%. But that's so silly because, and I bet most of you don't know this, the IRS says the richest 1% of taxpayers already pay 34%, twice what Sharpton wanted them to pay. The reverend well, barely like reacted when I told him. They're already paying 34%. No, I think that if you deal with the quality of their lives, he quickly the changed the subject. The he never would admit how far off he was. 
There we go. I'm sure you'd get the exact same response from Joe Biden, who has absolutely no idea how much the rich actually pay. The top 20% of earners in this country pay 80% of the taxes. You want to raise taxes on the rich, Joe, and corporations, you got the majorities. You go ahead and do it. But please stop with the BS about the fair share. Here's another excellent clip from Thomas Sowell when it comes to taxation and myths about the economy. That these tax, uh, these tax cuts, like the Trump tax cuts, had cost the government money. Thomas Sowell talks about in this, it's about a minute, how tax cuts in the past have actually raised more money for the government because it leads to a wider tax base and people making more money to be taxed on. Check this out. The effect of the economy was to increase the rate of growth, increase the revenue received by the government. The rich not only paid more taxes after the tax cuts for the rich, as they call it, they paid a higher percentage of all taxes. Uh, and this started back in the 1920s. Uh, in the early 20s, the tax rate on the top income was 70 73%. Uh, the, and, the, and the people making over $100,000 paid something like 30% of all taxes. By the end of the decade, the tax rate on the top had been cut to 24%. People making over 100000 now paid 65% of all taxes. And the reason was quite simple, that when you have the tax rate at 73%, people simply don't pay it. They put their money into tax-exempt securities and arrange their financial affairs. So what we're really talking about, do you want a symbolic high tax rate on, uh, on the high-income people to, to win votes politically, uh, which, the, which the rich themselves are not, not going to pay? Uh, or do you really want uh, more tax revenue coming into the government? So I'm just putting out there on the show now, Biden will hike your taxes because you will pay eventually. Oh, it's only for the rich people. No, eventually you'll pay. You will pay whether it's corporate taxes passed down to you through higher prices, you will pay. I can almost guarantee you outside of this brief economic boom we're going to have coming out of the pandemic that eventually tax revenue to the government will go down, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many times they say it and how many times it's proven true. They'll do it anyway. You mean they're going to hike taxes and raise less money? That's exactly what I'm telling you. But it doesn't matter. You're a liberal. You're immune to, fa uh, to facts. It's not your thing. Here's another one. Joe Biden wants a national child care program, basically. He wants universal preschool and free paid for child care. Why would Joe Biden want that? And why would liberals want to push for it? We have child care options in the United States now. You can pay for it. No, no, Dan, we want it to be free. No, no, you'll pay for it through your tax dollars. Well, why can't I just pay for it direct? Because you're a liberal and you don't understand how money goes. Money to the government to pay for a service I can pay for myself. And then I got to pay the government too to manage it. Yep. Here's Biden on this new child care program. And why child care? I'm going to explain to you coming back from the break why exactly he's doing this. Check this out. American Families Plan will provide access to quality, affordable child care. Why does he want child care? Why? Well, Rahm Emanuel, former chief of staff to Barack Obama, told us why. Wall Street Journal opinion piece. Biden's cradle to grave governments in their opinion column today, uh, op-ed section today. His latest $1.8 trillion plan rejects the old social contract of work for benefits. If you go down in that piece, now for regular listeners, this is going to ring a bell, ding, 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 right away. There are two things I've told you, two rules for the left, axiomatic truths for the left. One, a program for the poor may turn into a poor program. Keep that in your head. I'll explain, I promise. This is leftist thinking. And second, 
They want to monetize the debt. How does that relate to why Joe Biden is picking right now to institute a national a national child care program paid for by you through the government? Quote, for the candid answer, this is from the journal piece, just listen to Rahm Emanuel, the Chicago Democrat, who explained the political calculation this week to the Washington Post. Rahm Emanuel said, quote, once everyone's in, all the parents want in. Then it's not a poor person's program or a poverty program. It's an education program. That, to me, that's essential. It changes the center of gravity once it's for everybody. So much for the safety net to prevent poverty. This is now about mainlining benefits to middle-class families so they become addicted to government and the Democrat Party being the agent of government. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Bingo. I told you I'd go back and explain. For years now, I've been warning you on my show that the Democrats will never means test benefits. What does means testing mean? Means testing means giving benefits based on income, the way we should do it. If we're going to have a safety net in this country against poverty and starvation and hunger and homelessness, right? You would think those benefits would go to people who were homeless or starving and didn't have jobs. Whether you agree with those programs or not, is that not the purpose of them? But what's the problem the Democrats have had with that? This is why the, the ask anyone in D.C. if they've heard of this thing. The Democrats don't want programs for the poor because those are poor programs. Then you have to target them towards people who are really struggling, which means it's not going to be a large portion of the American public. It's not. Thankfully, our, our poverty problem, although we have one, is not the same poverty problem they have in the third world. So it would be a relatively limited program. Please tell me you're tracking me, folks. It would be a very limited program, and there's no power in that. There's only power in spending money when you can take money from people to spend. So if it is a program for the poor, it'll be a poor program because it will only be a limited number of people, and it'll have to be protected against abuse. You'll have to have, you know, you have to go to work. If you don't want to go to work, you don't get the benefits. The Democrats don't want that. They want your money and the power that comes with it. And the only way to get your money is to mainline these benefits to middle-class families that don't need it so that they can control the purse strings. Don't ever forget the golden rule of liberalism for them. Don't ever make a program for the poor because it'll be a poor program. They want big money to redistribute the money to everyone, middle-class families, rich families. They don't care if you're rich, you get Social Security too. Oh, Social Security and Medicare, yeah. They don't want to means test that either. Whenever you tell them we should means test Medicare, if you're worth $5 billion, maybe you should pass on Medicare. Democrats will say no. I thought they were about targeting the rich. They're not about targeting the rich. They're only about targeting the rich when it comes to hoaxes like trickle down. When it comes to giving out money to rich, middle class, poor, they don't. Democrats will give money to anyone as long as they can take it first. All right, I'm going to have to pass on the last one. Maybe I'll get to it. There's one more. Basically, Biden pumped the fire in a movie theater hoax again about trying to restrict the Second Amendment. There's no such thing. That fire in a movie theater line is a scam. It's a hoax. There's no such thing. I'll try to get to that tomorrow. All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Please watch my uh, interview yesterday with President Trump. If you haven't seen it, go to rumble.com slash Bongino. Please click that subscribe button too. It's free. 
And also, you can always listen to my show on Bongino.com, even if Apple is up to shenanigans. We'll have an update on that tomorrow. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.